This is a Heel Turn Collective production. Welcome to the Heel Turn Collective Podcast. Welcome on into episode number six of the Heel Turn Collective Podcast. Hard to believe it's episode six already, but it's here. It's me, Lance, and then, of course, I'm joined by Shane once again this week. What's going on, Shane? Absolutely nothing. Had a little bit of a, a dinner fiasco shortly before this, but we're, we're, we're trucking along. We, 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 we conquered. Whoa, Whoa man. You're, you're not just going to get into that and not let me yeah. know what the dinner fiasco was. Hit so, me with it. So I decided to make some uh, some toaster strudels, uh, strawberry, Fair enough. strawberry toaster strudel uh, for dinner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I went to open up the container because it's a new pack, and it literally exploded, and like all six of the little tarts flew onto the kitchen floor. Um, Whoa! So, I mean, it, are we just chalking that up as like a kind of like a just a battle loss, or, or what no, are we going to? I put him in the toaster and ate him. What's that? I put him into the toaster and ate him. Smart man. Yep. You know, when you come from when you come from poor families like us, you yep. know, you don't waste food like that. Yeah. That, you know what I'm I, that and also I run the show. I'm not letting some dirt think it's it's running it. You know, absolutely. You got to really take charge, and you got to really say, you know what, I am the boss and not mm-hmm. Tony. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, but this is the Heel Turn Collective podcast. Uh, last week we had a great conversation with Joey um, Lanzalotto. You got Lanzalotto. I knew I was going to fuck <laughs> it up, so I was waiting for Shane to kind of <laughs> right the ship there, buddy. Yep. Um, he, he had a lot of great info. Mm-hmm. If you haven't heard it yet, it is in the archives. Yep. Uh, it's the last episode we did, episode five. Uh, really great stuff there. We talked a lot about the, the Undertaker retiring, which is a big deal for wrestling mm-hmm. fans everywhere. Uh, we talked a lot about what he had been doing in the music world and just spitball some sports because that's what we do on this show. And it was really great to have him on. Do you have any closing thoughts about Joey? Uh, from last week, I'm still just kind of soaking it in. It was kind of a run through the wall sort of a uh, sort of conversation. Um, super inspiring. Um, kind of a little look behind the curtain on how hard that is to actually thrive in the business of music. It was really, yeah. really cool. Well, it makes me it makes me feel like I'm not doing uh, enough. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like when you sit back and actually think about it, yep. this dude's really fucking out there grinding, and mm-hmm. it's. A real, it's a real great thing to see. So, Absolutely. Uh, big ups, big ups to him for uh, joining us last week. This week, man, we got a hell of a show. We're bringing on our boy Sam Romesburg, mm. uh, card carrying member of the Aaron Rodgers fan club, and he has a lot of thoughts on sports plus a little music talk, like we do all the time, right, Shano? Yep, you know it. So, I mean, that, that's what we do. We also have a lot of great shows coming down the pike, so make sure you stay to the end of the episode and hear about that. Mm-hmm. But without further ado, Shane, are you ready to rock and roll? Let's roll. <coughs> Let's, do it. Let's talk some shit and get our asses whipped. Let's do it. Mm. I mean, and the topic number one we're going to talk about today has got to be Cam Newton in New England. Yep. Um, it's just it's something that kind of rocks the NFL world a little bit mm-hmm. when you think about it because, man – Bill Belichick just seems like he's playing a different game than everybody else. He just yep. seems like he is just when you think, just when you count the Patriots out and just when you say it's everybody else, it's everybody else's chance in that division to kind of shine. Bill Belichick says, not so fast. I'm still here. So mm-hmm. um, it's really interesting to kind of see how this works. So um, Shane, your initial thoughts on Cam Newton to the Patriots. Um, first of all, I'm stunned it took this long. Um, I think, I think it's, I think the interesting thing is that he, they got him for so dang cheap. Um, but no, dude, I think, um, I think this could be a, a big old, cause I, I think we even put, we put them before being almost closer to, uh, to 500 during our, uh, free season discuss or free agency discussions. Mm-hmm. And I think this kind of puts them, uh, uh, I think this kind of puts them back at the top of the mountain a little bit. You know, I, um, I don't think that you're wrong. Um, my hot take, I guess would be, um, like, like, I guess my hot take would be, does Jared Stidham still get the start over Cam Newton? If you think about it, that veteran backup presence, you know, Cam Newton would be the perfect candidate for that. But yeah. I also think he's an, he, he's a former MVP. Mm-hmm. He went to a Super Bowl. I'm a little iffy on that fumble against Denver. I uh, mm-hmm. could have jumped on that, totally jumped on it, but, yeah. uh, that's neither here nor there. Um, but for me, I mean, it's it's going to be a question of is he going to buy into 
the uh, Patriots kind of, of way, I guess you would say. Is he going to be that guy that's kind of like, okay, well, you know what? Let me buy in. I mean, look, the track record is there. I mean, the team has won. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I just yeah. think that um, the track record is there. So it's just, it's one of those things where it is, It'll be interesting to kind of see how it plays out. I mean, obviously you have Brian Hoyer in the quarterback room, but who are you rather going to have, Cam Newton or, or Brian Hoyer? It's Cam Newton all the way, baby. Yep, I'm firmly on the Cam Newton train. I am. I don't want anybody to think any differently. I am. But they waited this long to sign him. Why do you think it took so long to get him actually signed? Uh, honestly, I think it's the uh, – I, I think the, the COVID kind of did it um, with – you know, with all the injury question marks, you can't really get a physical for Cam Newton if you can't really travel. Um, yeah. And I think the, the the price fell enough. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Mm-hmm. And and that's – that's it, it's kind of a uh, low-risk, high-reward kind of pickup because you get that MVP caliber quarterback, but at the same time, you have to start kind of thinking mm-hmm. – um, you just start kind of get the wheels turning and uh, kind of see, all right, well, where do we go from here? You know what I mean? If, if he's a stud and we win 11 or 12 games with him, mm-hmm. then maybe he gets a big payday. But New England, you know, they don't pay out those, those contracts very often. Yeah. But yeah, I'm kind of getting to get something, another voice on this one. I think I'm going to tag in our uh, – our heel turn collective yeah. six man, if you will. Um, so Absolutely. bringing him to the arena, uh, we got, he used to play in distances. Um, he's a comic creator, uh, which is incredible. I literally have no idea how that works. Um, potential early candidate for 2020 dad of the year. Well, and then card. I have a bone to pick with that, but well, you're gonna have to settle then. Uh, and then also card carrying member of the Aaron Rodgers fan club of America, Sam Rumsberg. How are we doing today, Sam? All right, first of all, this Cam Newton shit is bullshit, all right? Uh, oh, hold on, hold on. Whoa. You can't come in hot like that without without some kind of context. Buddy. It's bullshit. And I'm uh, here, I'll tell you, I, not against Cam at all. Yeah, against okay. literally every team yep. that passed on Cam, this is your fault. This was the yeah. hot take on the Pat McAfee show today. Uh, Shane, I know you're like a big mm-hmm. Pat guy, right? Yep. So this is literally at the fault of... The Jaguars, the Bears, yep. Yep. the Colts, the literally the, like so. My my take on this: the reason this happened the way it did is because Bill saw how late Bill Belichick yeah. saw how late Cam got cut from the Panthers and knew every like blue chip QB had already been slated at that point. He knew mm. that everyone was already building around somebody else. Everyone had made that call like, oh, we're going with. Philip Rivers, or we're going with, you know, whoever got, got picked. Bill saw that when that happened. And the proof is that when Cam got cut, the Patriots were the only people that reached out and were like, yeah. hey, how, how healthy is he? You know what I mean? And then they just knew nobody was going to, like, big bro, their they're starting QB and bring Cam in. Yep. And so Bill was like, I'm going to wait until this dude is desperate, offer him shit money, and do what the Patriots do. Literally build the strongest team for no money, literally zero dollars. He's whoa, whoa. his contract is a million. He's an MVP, Super Bowl quarterback, a million dollars. Are you kidding? If you told me, if you told me like a month ago, whenever Cam got cut or two months, however however long it was, yeah. that he was signing a million dollar contract, I I don't even know. Dude, it would be, I would. It would be complete nonsense. There's like, no it, way. Like I, I mean, it's not even in this realm of possibility. Yep. If literally. you think like like you. Look, this is a quarterback. This isn't this isn't an Andy Dalton. This isn't a, you know, a quarterback that, you know, a Gardner Minshew in Jacksonville. Do you honestly mean to tell me that you're that's comfortable with Gardner Minshew enough that Cam Newton isn't yeah. even on your radar? That's a, Not a, even, wild, a wild thing on Minshew too is like thinking of proximity. It's only South Carolina to Florida for Jacksonville. So it's just like I, Exactly. Man, and I know, and I know that the Minshew mania sunglasses and mustaches and all that fun stuff are going to sell a lot. But you know, it would sell a lot more. Some W's in the win column. Uh, My thing is, and not even, not even Gardner Minshew. Are you putting that much faith into Mike Glennon as your backup? Yeah, true, like you, favorite. you're paying 
they're paying Mike Glennon more to back up Gardner Minshew than <laughs> the Patriots are painting painting this star quarterback to start. Marcus Mariota is making more as a backup. Whoa, 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 like there whoa, are so whoa. many people making more that's, money. That's Marcus Mariota to you, Sam. <laughs> okay, my bad. Okay, so, hey, for anyone that has listened, uh, Shane is a big Marcus Mariota mark. Uh, he's a big, uh, you know, hey, look, big ups to, to the Mariota in Oakland. And, uh, Marcus, if you're listening, big fan. Uh, yeah, Marcus, if you if you ever listen, uh, you, you're very average. But uh, <laughs> we, we, we do I'm thank Sam for, for joining. Dude, he threw a touchdown pass to himself. That's crazy. Yeah. That, he, yes, he Tell did. Me, anyone else has done it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but, oh but yeah, we do thank we do thank Sam for joining us today. Uh, Sam is also a card carrying member of the Aaron Rodgers fan club, and there's so much to dissect about the Green Bay uh, kind of off season this year, isn't there, buddy? Oh my god, dude! Under the watch of Brett Favre right now. Oh my god. Talk okay, so first first and foremost, I wouldn't call myself a card carrying member. You're a card carrying member. I would call Aaron myself. Rodgers. The president and CEO of the Aaron Rodgers fan club. First of all, You're all in. You're all the chips are in, baby. Into the middle of the table. This is Mister Rogers' neighborhood. This is green. This is Green Bay. This is Packers country, as Lil Wayne says. Where's your green card, pal? This is Green Bay territory. And let me tell you something. All right. On draft night this year, I was so hopeful with the deepest wide receiver class in like, I don't know, forever, that we would maybe get somebody to sure up this offense. So that way, Devontae Adams isn't getting like quintuple teamed every play. And like, we could (laughs) maybe open some stuff up. When you have Geronimo Allison on the other side, yeah. I mean, how can you not? I mean, what what a deep threat he is, right? Like, I I don't understand how we go from Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb, and Devontae Adams to Devontae Adams and like these really really unproven first year guys, and then like yep. expect to win, and then go thirteen and three. Then it's like yep. okay. You bring in another wide out, we got it. And maybe sure up the defense because we had like 150 yards ran against us before contact in the NFC Championship game. You want to talk about one of the worst days of my life, Jesus Christ. But, oh, dude, I can't even talk about it. But my thing, then, all right, I need to like preface this because this, this these were my, yeah, these are these were my feelings on, on draft night, right? The two things that the Packers had working better than anything in the 2019-2020 season were Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones. Aaron Rodgers was killing the offense. Aaron Jones tied with Christian McCaffrey in the touchdown, like leading Whoa. the NFL in like rushing touchdowns. It was Whoa, Aaron that's... Jones and Christian M- McCaffrey. Look it, look it up. I think look it up. Look it up. Look no it up, dude. Get four in one game against the Cowboys. Come on. Is yeah. Aaron Jones was the truth? I had the Cowboys defense in that fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> I know what he did, okay? Oh, my God, I, dude. I know what he did, all right? So, oh. look, I, I'm also the guy that started Nathan Peterman. Oh. That, game, that gave me through five interceptions in the first half against the Chargers. Peter I Joe, started baby. that game negative seven points anyway continue well really quick on on peterman the way i feel about the green bay packers is is the way my father feels about the uh buffalo bills uh that was the most hilarious room to ever be in when nate peterman threw five picks and then and then two years ago when they're in uh i think it's like the last game of the the season against uh houston josh Mm -hmm. allen gets hurt and they oh, yeah. throw Peterman in, and they have a chance. All he's got to do is just, like, keep the ball away from, from Houston. They're up by a score, and he throws two pick sixes. <laughs> Come on. It's great. It's yeah, great. Yeah, it it was just <laughs> insane. And then – and he – we need to look up his contract because if he's making more than Cam, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but, like – don't be talking bad about my boy Nate Peterson, okay? He put he was put in a shitty situation. Uh, whatever, <laughs> whatever his fucking name is, Peterman Peterson. Point is, 
My boy was thrown into the fire there. Had no look. Oh never gosh. even faced live bullets. He's from the University of Pittsburgh. I think we're we're kind of giving this guy a little bit of a hard time. Oh, I mean, I mean, if you think about it, arguably the most electric quarterback in football, <laughs> so, easily. Also, breaking news: I did uh, while we we're talking here. I did Google uh, what Nathan Peterman's contract is uh-huh. um, to the Las Vegas Ra- Raiders. Um, he is on a one-year. $2.1 million contract. Hold on, hold on. What what a quarterback room. And it they appears have Aaron Vegas. They got Derek Carr, marginally overrated. They have Marcus Mariota, Yoda. very overrated. And then they have Nate Peterman, who should win defensive player of the year most. <laughs> Yeah, I, bet, I bet Gruden hates all of them. I bet he hates all of them. He's probably well, sitting here like, God damn it. Back in my day, I had fucking Brad Johnson, and we were, we were winning Super Bowls down there in Tampa Bay. Fucking Mr. Elbow Pads himself. Dude, get the hell out of here. Well, and, well here, let me let, let me get back to a draft night, all right? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, I was livid, as most Packer fans were, that we yeah. take, that we trade up for Jordan Love, and then round two, draft a running back. But since then, I'm thinking, all right, I hate this. Also, just to like preface, now here on, what what is today? June 29th. 29th? Hey, Air Jordan, Jordan Love, heir to the throne. I'm in it. I'm with it. I'm I'm back. I'm, I'm back. I'm a million percent. I'm I'm behind him. All it takes, all it takes, is a little, you know, just a little love for a couple of months. Okay, Jordan Love is my boy. Look, the, he's he's, he's the, if he's wearing if he's got a G on his helmet, he's my fucking guy, pal. Okay, I don't well, give a well, shit. Well, Sam, check this out. All right, so I've been waiting a long time to talk to a Packers fan about this. I'm so happy to have you here. Yep. I'm glad, fuck dude. You. Okay. Fuck you and fuck all you Green Bay fans because you went from Brett Favre. You yep. went from Brett Favre. Let's hear the resume, to Aaron Rodgers. Come yep. on. To, to Aaron Rodgers to now who some people Air think. Jordan, baby. The next Mahomes, the, even to transcend Ooh. Mahomes, he is the truth. Like, okay, granted, granted. Threw a lot of picks. Threw a lot of picks in college. Well, he also went to Utah State. But you go to Utah State and you're that fucking good of a quarterback. Your coach doesn't know what to do with you. He says, "Just go out there and sling it, bud. Who cares? Just do do what you got to do." This just means that this dude doesn't give a shit. He's just out there trying to make plays, baby, and that's what I'm with. But my thing about him getting drafted, my only concern is that nobody hates this draft pick more than Jordan Love. Jordan Love, if I'm him, I'm looking at this, and I'm like, okay, this is a trend now. Fucking Favre gets replaced with Rodgers. Rodgers gives this team, arguably, to some, to me, obviously, the best quarterback play to ever exist in the National Football League. Then he's just fucking thrown away, just like the last – we trade up to get this new young hotshot. If I'm Jordan Love, I'm thinking, all right, I'm going to give this team 10 years of incredible football, best case. I, like, play for 10 years, and they're just going to fucking put me out the pasture, man. Granted, I'll make $100 million, but, (laughs) like – what what is this really going to be about? And like Aaron has gone on and on and on to say like I want to retire as a Packer. Like lo- like being a, being on one team is really important to me. Loyalty is really important to me. And the Packers said oh, that's cute, pal. Get the fuck out the building. Clean out your locker. Like <laughs> I don't give a shit. And the other thing that's driving me nuts is that oh dude, well not driving me nuts yet. I'm waiting until everything is confirmed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh Gordon is applying for a reinstatement. Martavis Bryant applying for reinstatement. Uh, Antonio Brown coming back. If we don't get one of those guys, I thought I thought the reason that we drafted that that uh, what you call it the uh, the halfback in the second round because at first I was like, what the fuck are we doing? But then I was like, <laughs> okay, okay. Aaron Jones has one of the arguable, like arguably one of the best seasons uh, yeah. that a Packers back has had in a long time. Arguably. If, 
Right. Yo, Amon Green was dope. Also, also, subtle brag, subtle brag. Amon Green follows me on uh, social media. Are you serious? Damn, Literally, son. go to my Instagram, go to my followers, type in Amon Green. He's in there. I'm um, I'm my, it's my guy. That's my guy. <laughs> but I, I gotta, I gotta show love to him. But um, I thought that this was, uh, this w- was a play. Like, okay, we're, we're bringing in this just bell cow of a back to trade Aaron Jones for a blue chip wideout. Like the only way that we get somebody that good is to get rid of our Aaron Jones, which I wasn't happy with, but I'm like, if we can get like Keenan Allen or there at that time, it was like Odell is not happy in Cleveland. And it's like, Oh, shocker fucking way to Like who would have thought? And then like, I thought we were going to go get one, one of these guys doesn't happen now. I mean, we got Devin Funches, which is, I'm like, okay, that's somebody, but I want like, Antonio Brown. I, I'll do. I will take Antonio. There's a lot of hate for in, 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 Antonio Brown, and I completely understand why. From a strictly football point of view, yeah. put that fucking D on his head and get him on the field. Yep. Like I am, that he is so goddamn good at football. Yeah. Put him on the team. There is an element of that too, where it's like, like a like we can kind of dive in this a little bit as well, but like between Martavis Bryant and Jeff or uh, Jeff, um, Josh, uh, Gordon. Josh Gordon, uh, Jeff Gordon, like the freaking NASCAR driver. Um, I take him too. I just want somebody. <laughs> um, but like Give me somebody. But with Josh Gordon, like you, there are now three options for basically free, unbelievable wide receiver play. And you gotta pay. You gotta pay him nothing. You pay him nothing. league minimum. My my number one choice is Josh Gordon. I want Josh Gordon so bad. You really, hold on, hold on. He's a you really want that headache? Like I look. I live in the Cleveland area. I saw it firsthand, brother. I saw what Josh Gordon can do. Like, look, the guy yeah. had. But 1,600 yards, and he only had 14 games. The dude's a stud. stud. On paper, he's a stud. Can the guy put the pipe down? That's the question. Well, well didn't Can they, just, the didn't they just uh, take away, like, marijuana as, a, as like, a – Yeah, but this dude's into some heavier shit than that, man. Is he? He's got to be into some heavy shit. Okay. I have so that's that's that I don't know. Like, yeah. if he's just – if he's just fucking smoking reefer, fucking A – Live, live your life, pal. Come over yeah. here, catch a ball. I don't give a shit. But like, if it's deeper shit, then yeah. But like, yeah. like the only thing is, this like headache is nothing compared to the headache I had on draft night this year. It's, it's I'm like, get it, I'm get it, get it, get it over with. I'm over it. Josh Gordon is such an electric wideout. Like I can't. I watched Hard Knocks. I'm, I, I'm with it. I'm with who, who he is. Like I, I'm, oh, dude, that guy is like zero percent body fat. He's just he he will win every jump ball. He's yep. he he looks like he benches maybe I'd say three hundred and seventy five tons of like <laughs> dying stars. Like, he's he's gigantic. Put him on the Packers, man. I can't. Ah, yep. uh, I just can't take this. Like, no, we're just going to get mm, literally. Mm, See if T.O.'s still available. Like, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Hey, I like T.O. Hey. I'm in on him. <laughs> put, put a G on T.O.'s help. Okay. Look, I T.O. Mean, back in the league. Well, look, Sam, I always use that comparisons because so many people are like, well, you know, Patrick Mahomes is going to win three, four, five Super Bowls. Okay, let's pump the brakes here. Aaron Rodgers might be the best quarterback to ever live, and he yep. has won. Drop that mic. Drop that. Drop that mic out of that sentence, pal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, he's well, the greatest quarterback to ever exist statistically, well, and we live in an age of statistics. It's proven. It's science. He's the best quarterback. He's it's science. Well, okay. Look, we're living in the Tom Brady. <laughs> we're very. We we have an embarrassment well, of riches when it comes to quarterbacks, especially in our generation. Truly, Manny Tom Brady crazy for quarterbacks. I mean. Yeah, we saw Brett Favre, the the, the tail end of it. Uh, we Ugh. saw Aaron Rodgers, obviously Drew Ugh. Brees. Like we're in an embarrassment of riches right now. Uh, when, when somebody like Cam Newton just kind of trickles through and gets a million dollar contract, and he's a fucking MVP, and and, and he got to a Super Bowl. Are you kidding me? I can't it's believe it. Like no, I mean I, I don't know. It's insane. But I will say, and just for just for clarification, right? Um, for the past what twenty years, I have been a Patriots through and through fucking 
hater. I hate the New England Patriots. I hate Mm -hmm. Tom Brady. Now, since those two have parted, I still hate them so much that I am so for them kind of like inversely like i'm seeing what tom brady is putting like i'm seeing this team getting surround surrounding tom brady in 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 tampa bay i'm sorry tampa bay and i'm like tom (laughs) let's go pal go beat the brakes off of bill belichick and then i see bill belichick get cam and i'm like bill you fucking scheming son of a bitch go beat (laughs) the shit out of tom brady like i hate them i hate them so much that i like them just so because because that that's the whole that's the whole like narrative it's like what was the key was the key that bill had tom or was the key that tom had bill spoiler bill belichick is the goddamn key it's not a, it's not a it's not a mystery but wow. I, I hate them both so much that i want them to go against each other and just beat the shit out of each other well, and well, i'm well, cheering well, for them well, i'm cheering out of it let's just have them actually fist fight at uh at the 50 yard <laughs> this line. is at midfield you see him like grab a couple of pairs of boxing gloves and just fucking start going at it but like dude. sam i'm i'm not dude like i i i don't think i'm in that camp with you brother i think tom brady is is and, and look, I think he's going to prove it in Tampa Bay this year. Yeah. I bet Tampa Bay wins twelve games easy. easy, and that's coming from a Falcons fan who's in that fucking division. By the way, don't get me started on that fucking on that division's <laughs> quarterback roster: Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Matt Ryan, and which one of these don't uh, belong? Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy. But I mean, I mean look, uh, as somebody that has to deal with Tom Brady now two fucking times a year. Uh, I'm not stoked about it, but um, I don't know if necessarily I'm on board with you uh, when you say that Belichick is the key. I don't know, man, because we're about to find out real I'm, fucking quick. I'm we're real about quick. to find Belichick's the key. I mean, I don't know. I, I, we'll see. I mean, like, Tom, I'm I'm anxious to see. Now, like, this, this mindset I have is is from 20 years of extreme bias against him where every pass the guy completes, I'm like, bullshit. He's probably cheating. So I don't think, I don't think I have a fair bias of this dude. Like I think yeah. now that he's in a, but like, I'll be honest when I saw those, those first pictures of him and Gronk in like bucks gear, I was like, let's go. This is sick. Let's yeah. do it. I we're finally free of this Patriots curse. And then Cam, Goes to the Patriots, and I, I'm i honest with you. I'm like, let's go. I, let's it. go. Dude, I'm with it. This, do we know? Do they do this, this so year? fucking sick. Oh, dude. Dude. It's it's hard to stay. Hands up in the air. It's hard to say where fucking shit's going to go. Shane, enemy. <sighs> what was your question again? I'm trying to remember if they play each other this year. I don't think they play each other this year, but we're going to go to the Adam Schefter book here. Um, but but I, I I don't I, I don't know for, for real though. Like when you kind of sit down and think about it, I think I'm in I think I'm in that camp with you, Sam. Yeah. Like for all these years, I fucking hated the Patriots. I hated them. Like I was like, come on, you motherfuckers! Like there's no way that this can just be completely by like. They can't every year. You're like they can't be this fucking good. Palpable hate. It literally palpable hate. Like this, like this completely like generational hate too. Because like like I said, my my father is a tried and true Buffalo Bills fan. So obviously he hates the Patriots. And then me, like ever since Rogers came in, everyone always compares Rogers and Brady. Roger, whoops, I dropped my phone. Sorry, Rogers and Brady. Rogers and Brady. Or I should say I fucking threw my phone because I'm so tired of this shit. And then like, I mean, no matter how good Rogers is, all you dude, six rings, bro. And I'm like, dude, fuck, I fucking, oh, I can't. I hate the guy. But now I'm just like. Let's see. Let's see what he does. Like, I'm you just as long as it's not that combo, I think I'm cool with it. I think. Yeah, I, I think. Absolutely. So, well, I mean, look, I, I just looked it up here in the old Google machine, and uh, the Patriots and the Bucks face each other next year. Fans are circling that game, I'm sure, because I'll tell you what, something else I've learned kind of in this offseason a little bit, uh, there's no saltier fans and fucking Boston fans. Dude. You are grateful motherfuckers, okay? So spoiled, dude. So spoiled. Like, is it, is it, like, who's, who's, who's more spoiled? Is it New England or is it Pittsburgh? You know, like, look, at least in New England, like, at least in Boston, or at least in Pittsburgh, 
you know, they have they have rings, but they haven't had them consecutively. Like, it's hard for me to fucking fathom this. Just just chill on this fact for a second. All right, just sit on this one. All right. Tom Brady missed the playoffs once. One time in 19 years, and he tore his ACL game one. So oh, you tell man. me. You tell me. Like yeah. there's something there's something fucking going on here, okay? And everybody and everybody, like, look, everybody calls New England cheaters. Everybody does. And look, they've been the sons of bitches have been caught doing it. So this year, this year, yeah, they, they, they just got in trouble from the Cincinnati thing like two days ago. Yeah, <laughs> there was actually a funny point that was brought up on ESPN today. I was I was watching a little bit of it, and they said that uh, that fine that they got from that cost more than Cam Newton did to sign them to their squad. Is that Holy funny? shit! <laughs> Are you kidding me? Like, Holy what, shit! That's true. What a fucking bargain! What a bargain, and these bastards are going to win 12 games again. You fucking watch. Mark my words. They're going to oh, win 12 games again. Dude, Cam, uh, no ma- I, I, I'm in the school of thought that no matter where Cam went, he would win at least 10. Like, that dude yeah. is on such this, like, revenge tour. There's no oh, yeah. way. I mean, yeah, but look, you have to realize also incentive base, so he's gonna he, he's gonna be playing his Rastafarian nays off this year. Yeah, exactly. He's gonna but be killing what, it. What you gotta realize, though, like at the end of the day, like when you sit down and kind of really break this down, what you gotta realize, though, is that Cam Newton, on paper, you're right. He went zero and eight his last eight games. He was hurt a lot. You know, the, he hasn't had a full season in a long time. But I gotta tell you, man, in all the times that I have been watching football and all the years that I've been watching, man, there's nothing to drive somebody more than than a super competitive person that says, "Fuck you, watch me do this." Yeah. Fuck you, man, watch me do this. I'm- and it's like, does Josh McDaniels build a scheme around Cam so he can succeed? Like. Look, I All think right. Josh McDaniels is a fucking just. Uh, yeah, I think he's a scab. I think he's yeah. somebody who, like had a job somewhere else, but you were like, man, they had to have promised him the job in New England. Which, by the way, if I was anybody in New England, I don't want to follow Bill Belichick. I just no. don't. Nope. To I have no nope. interest. No. no, but so are they going to build a scheme around Cam Newton? Is that the long term solution? Is something that you need to kind of like kind of sit on and just be like, God damn, man, like because you got to figure. Cam Newton came in the league in 2011. Okay, this is his 10th season. So it being his 10th season, realistically, he, you could probably get three or four years out of Cam Newton in, in his prime probably. Easily. Easily. Very, very easily. Especially in New England where they're going to build a system where, yeah. okay, this guy is this guy's skill set is a certain way. He's not Tom Brady. He's not a statue. He can move around, you mm-hmm. know, and – but what kind of cam? I, I guess the question is, what cam are we going to get? Are we going to get the MVP cam, or are we going to get the injury prone cam? Is the I, question you need to ask yourself. I think we're going to get MVP cam. I think we're, I, 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 actually, I think we'll be closer to MVP cam than injury prone cam in New England. All right, yeah, I mean, you, you uh, do you you want to go down like the fucking rabbit hole? Really That's quick, cool. with me. <laughs> so here's 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 my thing. Like this is some real deep deep cut. Like I'm like fucking Charlie from It's Always Fucking Sunny with like <laughs> yarn and like pictures on the wall and shit with yeah, this. Yeah. But hear me out, right? <laughs> so the Patriots for like the last twenty years have made this really like scrappy, quick, like fast, like high tempo playbook you know what i mean like they have the julian edmonds edelman's wes welkers fucking danny amandola these mm-hmm. little guys who are just running all over the place and then slowly like they the this league is a copycat league yeah. and then over the years everyone is kind of picking up on that like everyone's like all right speed is is the there's no more smash mouth ground and pound football it's speed football is now what's going to win win games right and then every nfl team is just prioritizing speed and speed and speed for your defense to to be fast they got to be smaller or like way less you know what i mean like you're not having these gigantic like dudes anymore i mean you have like khalil mack and like like you got probably and like aaron donald you got like four or five maybe on on 
well, at, even, at every defense, right? Even and, Aaron Donald, like even Aaron Donald, they say he's small for defensive tackle. Exactly, because he's got to be quick. He's got to be yeah. quick off the edge because of how fast these dudes are. So yeah. now that everybody has adapted to this speed, speed first like style of play, Bill brings up the fucking bell cow quarterback. He's signed two free agent fullbacks, and he's about to run through and outpower everyone. He's built the system to work for him. He has literally built the NFL. He built every other team for himself. He's going to run through everyone. I'm telling you, dude. I'm telling you. I am telling you. Hold on. So let me dissect this. I I could see. I I could see Bill Belichick just being like, "Yeah, we're gonna revamp the entire." Hey, hey, hey! Fullbacks, get in front of Cam and just run. Like, because if they can get through you, they're not gonna. They're not gonna get to Cam. The dude's built like a D end. There's no way. I can see him like twisting his mustache, like, "Yes, how am I supposed to take out the AFC East again this year?" Exactly, and it's gonna be you're, you know, Sam. You might be onto something, you tin hat wearing motherfucker. I'm telling you, dude. This dude's been playing the game, man. That's why he's 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 he cheats, whatever. But I, I, you gotta give the guy credit. Like that's some goat level shit. Like that is right. That you is, are right, Sam. You 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 asshole. Like you're right. Hey. Like all this time, like you just think this is like one big game, man. You just think that like oh, he's God, been manipulating the system. He's like, yeah, all these teams. That's how he beats uh, Lamar Jackson because yep. all these teams are getting smaller and faster to catch him. He's just going to run through these dudes they're, with it with a Cam Newton or. That like army navy offense where you were like run the ball like four billion times a game just with your quarterback. Exactly. Exactly. Didn't Belichick coach at uh, army or navy? navy? Yeah, navy. He's he's uh, his his dad coached at navy for like years. He's a navy alum. They run the wishbone offense, baby. They run the ball fifty five times. If they if they use the wishbone all this year, I'm I'm I don't even know what I would do. Like I'll just be floored. I'll just be, I would like, just well, be thinking, I'm I'm just going to think about this conversation and just be yeah, like, exactly. Well, you just think if if okay, let's say if there was any team in the NFL that was going to run the fucking wishbone, it would be the New England goddamn Patriots. Be it? serious. Be serious. I'm, it's the Patriots. Be serious. <laughs> Look at this. They're lining up two so, fucking tailbacks, fullback in the middle. What the fuck is this? It's I'm just, dude. On the record, uh, June 29th. We are calling it right now that there's going to be a, a wishbone package. Oh, God, dude, I will be I will be even bolder. I'll be even bolder than that. I, I'll say so. We found out about Cam what like last night. Yep. Yeah. By by about noon today, I was like, if these guys don't make the AFC Championship, I'll be shocked. Yep. Yeah. I'll be. Sh- I will be shocked. So so Sam, I mean, now that we're kind of like full-fledged into this conversation do you think there's any way any way at all jared stidham beats him out (laughs) i think i think jared stidham is your training like like start of the the season like preseason training camp starting quarterback because he's had two years under this this he, he just knows more right by camp now you have to think Wait, tangent. Do you think Cam was making more when he was in college than he is right now? Yeah. Hot yeah. take. Yeah. Hot take. The right? NCAA doesn't yeah. allow that. The NCAA <laughs> doesn't allow that. Anyway. But gu- guaranteed he was making more in college, He's right? absolutely making more than what he's been doing right yeah, now. Yeah, no way. Oh, my God. Booster came over to his house, and he's like, Cam, look. I got 100 Gs in this bag, man. Just fucking take it. Pretend like you found it on the fucking street, man. He's like, Cam, Cam. Hey, Cam, check this out. You can come down to Auburn. We pay you fucking your your, your uh, tuition's two million dollars. And Cam's like, wait, I thought it's like thirty grand to go to. No, no, no. Your tuition's two million dollars. Don't worry, he's taking anyone, care of us in your bank account. It's tuition. Don't ask, question nothing. Anyone <laughs> ask tuition two million? All right, I need you to understand this. Wink, your wink, tuition nudge, is nudge, two million. All right, <laughs> it's two million, man. Dude. I mean, oh my god! Look, what, what the New York mob is apparently in charge of Auburn's recruiting. Like, <laughs> well, look, man, when you're trying to get somebody like Cam Newton, who went to yeah. Duke, who 
he was at Florida. You pull out all the stops. Yeah. Look, he was at Florida. Then he went to the junior college. Uh, then he, um, by the way, if anyone me, that watches Last real, Chance on Netflix knows how junior real, college. Side note: Imagine Cam Newton playing JUCO football. <laughs> like, is there anything Yo, have you watched, that you can think of? Have you watched uh, Last Chance? You? Oh, of course. Sweet. Can you can you imagine <laughs> Cam Newton? Just literally, I bet you he didn't even run. I bet you he just walked into the end zone every he 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 could start at his at his own one in JUCO and just walk and no one would be able to bring him down. No he's one stop him. He's six five, two hundred and sixty pounds. Like he's a fucking tank. Does he have like four five too? Like he's dumb fast too, dude. This dude, he is a brick shit house. There is no way. And that to just to just to circle back, that is why by week one. There is no way Jared Stidham is starting. There's look, no way. Look, I think that there's going to be – I think Belichick game one plays a little hardball. He goes, you know, you know, we're going to go with Stidham in this game. And then he's going to watch him throw the ball. And then he's going to be like, Cam, I need you to start warming up immediately. Okay, because I, I think – Stand here and watch this. Like, there's this. There's this hilarious, like – I have this, like, picture in my head of Jared Stidham sitting at home hearing this news about Cam Newton and he's sitting to himself and he's like, dude, I got, you know, I got two years under this offense. Like I know everybody at the fucking, I know everybody at the field. Like I, I'm, this is still my team. I, this is my chance to fucking prove it. I'm going to prove myself. And his mom, his, his mom's like, you fucking got it, baby. Go out there and prove it. And then he's going to show up and then he's going to like open up a door and then bump into a wall and be like, Oh, I did. Who put this wall here? And then he'll look up and realize it's Cam goddamn Newton and be like, Oh, this is a human. This is a human being. This is the guy. Yes. Hey, Mr. Hey, Mr. Newton, Mr. Newton, can I grab you some water? Can I do anything for you? Because I no longer have a job on this team. This is your football team. I have just now been demoted to uh, second string quarterback, first string uh, Gatorade getter, though. So yeah, I mean, I, and then Cam just dabs on his ass and fucking Superman's his way out of there. That, that's it. But uh, but look, I mean, we could talk about football all day, Samuel. We can get yeah. into where we're yes, going. We you're going to be a regular contributor here on the yeah. Heel Turn Collective podcast. But there's a lot of other shit to talk about, man. And let's kind of dive into a little bit of that. We we let's first go. met um, we first met playing music, a uh, little music together. We used to play in this band called Distances. We um, did, yeah. Uh, played a band called We the Gather. We we first connected uh, over a game of Uno. If I'm if my memory is serving me well, correct. One hundred percent. And during that game. We started talking about football, and I will go even further. Is that I believe you guys played before we did that show? Yes, yes, we did. We played and, before the Twelfth Amethyst as well. Yes, right. I remember you. You guys played, and um, you obviously made a very large impression on our band. And we, after you guys played, we were like. We gotta meet those guys because those guys are <laughs> those, those guys are sick. And then um, that was kind of I was brought into I was handed the role to go and and break the ice with with you guys because for whatever <laughs> reason go talk to them <laughs> yeah for whatever reason they were like you will probably have the most in common with these guys. I don't know if that's a slight or a compliment <laughs> to any of us, but I was like, all right. So I go over, and then I remember you were like, hey, you want to play some fucking Uno? And I was like, I mean, yeah. Like, <laughs> duh. Yeah, and, I then, I, I and then you you asked me, you were like, are, are, are you a uh, football fan? And then I was like, let's fucking open this can of worms, pal. And then we just went for it. Dude, I remember I remember there was this awkward pause. I Dude, I remember like yesterday. I remember – Whenever I meet like really fucking cool people, I always remember it because I don't meet very many cool people. Oh. I'm not cool myself. So um, <laughs> I just remember you came over and sat beside me and I was like, what's this fucking guy doing? Like at your merch table. Yeah. No, just know that I was also uncomfortable. I was just doing my job. <laughs> like I was like, what the fuck is going on here? So me and Stefan were like playing Uno and Stefan like elbows me and he goes, man, you should deal this kid in, man, because, you know, I think they're in a band and stuff. And we're like, I'm like, okay. So I like turn to you. 
And I was like, hey, man, you want to play some Uno? And you're like, fuck yeah, dude. So we started playing Uno. I remember Connor and Adam all came over, uh, the other dudes in your band, and we just started fucking dealing them out, man. We were yeah. dealing out some heavy punches, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, hit me with that draw four. You know, oh, yeah. <laughs> unforgivable bastards. But no uh, holds barred, baby. Yeah, I'm saying so. Yeah, but we played that show together, and it was it was really tight to kind of meet some dudes that uh, I could always kind of relate with. Uh, Shane, how did you and Sam kind of uh, meet? I mean, just through gathered, pretty much. Um, I don't remember. I think was it a, I can't. Was it a skate park show? Probably, probably scumbags. scumbags, right? Scumbags was probably yes. the place that we played I, with. I we did together. go to that show. Yep. We did a weekend. I remember we did yep. a weekend together and we thought it was so fucking cool because we had gone out and, and uh, we had done a couple of weekends before that, but we were on tour with this band called Mercy Screams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah. It was, that, that was day one of the tour. And I remember um, our, our boy David uh, got a plastic chair just, I mean, completely shattered over his fucking head. I was like, oh, it was insane, dude. Like, there was a fucking there. It was just, what an insane show. And I was like, I remember just talking to you guys and being like, dude, this is fucking insanity. And you guys were like, we've never been a part of anything like this. It was, it was insane because that band would bring the chair. Like, they would bring <laughs> a plastic chair with the intention of like, all right, some sorry son of a bitch is just going to get this chair across their skull. And then it was David Forlato. Yeah. <laughs> Like, they yeah. couldn't have found a nicer kid. Like, I love Varlato, man. Like, yeah, that dude would wear ski masks and run in the, in the snowbanks. That guy's That's crazy. That guy's fucking nuts. But, like, it was awesome because, like, we just made – you know, we just had like a bond. I remember the next night we played in a pizza parlor yeah. and uh, me and me and Jordan Deuce, who I do another show with here on the Heel Turn Collective. Dude, shout um, out Dukes. I miss that guy so that's bad. What I'm saying. <laughs> so um, I remember standing at a merch table and this nice lady came up, bought, bought some shirts with uh, all $1 bills. He turned to me and he said, <laughs> Lance, I think that girl's a stripper. And I'm yep. like, no, no. And then <laughs> turned out, she was a stripper. Uh, you guys dared me to put the money in my mouth. I did. Uh, I won oh, my God. I fucking remember that. Yeah, I put the booty bills in my mouth, man. Booty bills. We were off to the races. So, I mean, look, our, our history is rich, Sam. We've, been, we've known each other, you know, off and on 10 years. Um, and it's, it, it's oh been – Oh, my God. And, and that's fucking hard to believe, man. Like, you guys oh are just Oh, my God. Just 10 years? Ten years, just about, man. And hey, speaking restaurant- speaking of Dukes and speaking of Cam, both yeah. people very interesting ways of typing on the internet. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> if you have not seen our boy Jordan Dukes inter- internet persona, I suggest, highly suggest, you go do that immediately. Uh, the boy does not type anything that doesn't have the caps lock already locked down. The whole case does not exist with that guy. Years, I think, as long as I've known him. Yeah. Yep. Oh, absolutely. Come on. As long as I'm doing it for sure. I remember the first time I ever met Jordan Dukes. Uh, we were just standing at some lady's house. We were like standing around a fire. And I remember he walked up and he goes, dude, some guy just walked up to me and like, he had a, like a molestash. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, bro? Oh, and yeah. then we started talking about wrestling moves. And I oh. was like, wow, dude, like, you're the sickest fucking dude I've ever met in my life. And here we are. Uh, he lived with me already, and yeah. you know, like, so it's just like he I, lived. He lived with you when we when some of us stayed at your at, at your place, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Dude. You go ahead and say it, Sam. A, a trailer. I lived in a mobile home. That's okay. No, 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 no. I am speaking that way out of jealousy because okay. I did not stay with you that night. I uh-huh. stayed with connor at what's that guy's uh that's right that the guy that the the other guy in we the not not randy the other one uh, no no because stefan was also at your at your point jake jason jacob jake Jake biss jake jake we stayed at jake's place oh my god and adam and lance and matt stayed at your place yep yep, and i I remember remember the next day we already knew that you guys all had a significantly better time than we did. <laughs> no, look, look. Not that we had a bad time, but like we were just kind of like lights out by 10 o'clock. Let's go to bed. 
And then, like, we all show back up at the van the next day, and all, all you guys have, like, bags under your eyes. There's, like, a million fucking, like, inside jokes that I've missed. And I was like, this is fucking – how did I not is, stay at the party house? This is, this is, this is bullshit. You, our, our lives are a nonstop fucking party, let me tell you. People that don't do a fucking thing, our lives are a nonstop party. So, look, Lance and Adam got their fill that night, let's, let's say that, you know. But uh, I, uh, I – look – I remember, I remember we all got back in the van and Adam was like, dude, 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 Lance has legit juggalos in his family. Oh, yeah, and then dude. we were losing it over and it was so, we thought it was the coolest shit of all time. Dude, my sister, like, look, my brother and my sister are both down with the clown. Brother. Dude. Like, I'm not even close to joking. Fucking it's whoop whoop, bro. I'm with but, it. But look, we, we, uh, we. A Jake Biss conversation is one for another day, my friend. Um, that is a chronicle that I will chronicle one day on this podcast. Here we go. I will get thrown off every fucking thing when I do. Um, oh, I'm uh, not trying to fry the guy. I'm just, I'm just mad that I missed the party house. Well, look, like, I mean, that's, I mean, that's the the story of our relationship. But uh, <laughs> Sam, Sam, other than music, though, you got some other cool shit going on, don't mm-hmm. you? Um, I, I, I think, I mean, it's, it's cool to me. If you ask, like, I mean, if you took like a random poll on the street, it's probably not pretty cool, but, uh, <laughs> um, so, so yeah, not do it, Samuel. So not music related anymore. Um, I've shifted to weirdly enough comic books, mm-hmm. which actually come from the band days. Like we would like tour and just read a shitload of comic books and then, uh, I got into it with my best friend, uh, Mr. Adam uh, Metters. After yeah. um, I quit the band to join the army, we started talking about because whenever we would tour, we would make up like comic books or whatever, like comic book ideas as like a joke. And then we made one for real. And then like we had fun with it. And then I started making other ones. And then, yeah, right now I have my first. Uh, comic coming that is going to be released through a national uh, publisher, which is pretty cool. But I don't Man, know how it's going to work with COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. But we're gonna feel it out. But uh, it's gonna be a good time. It's pretty crazy. It's about like uh, some aliens and like a birthing chamber and some wild shit. So look out for that. Fucking a man. Well, what's the comic book called? Sam? Uh, the comic book will be called Children of the Grave. It's a Sabbath reference, Black Sabbath title, Children of the Grave, okay, and it's man. um Black Sabbath fucking rules. Fucking rules, right? Black, Black Sabbath is a pretty big, a pretty big uh, part of this uh, book for our, our like our our main character guy too. Mm. But uh, yeah, that's really all I've been doing, other than like fucking going to work. Is just like, I mean, that's, hey, we're all we're all just doing what we can during yeah. the, the COVID kind of outbreak. Speaking of comic books, though, Sam, I wanted to pick your brain a little bit. I watched uh, the Boys on Amazon. I don't know if you watched it yet. Um, it, it, it's a pretty interesting. It's an interesting take on you know most of the time comic book movies you know you have the avengers and things like that um yeah. and, and you kind of dive into it and it's more like kid you know but i'm a 32 year old man and so i don't need the boys to- the boys is for you the boys yeah, that's so, what I'm saying. It's more adult oriented but yeah um would you have you seen the the, the show on amazon I have I have not seen it. My dad is obsessed with it. I have read it though, because it's it's by my favorite comic author Garth um, uh, Ennis is his last name. He writes my favorite book. Uh, it's called Preacher. And yeah, uh, yeah that was a- yeah. And Preacher is, is also a show. I have not seen that that show either. I'm and it's like I I don't watch these shows because like I'm so fucking jaded with it. Mm-hmm. Like I try to watch the walking dead show and the walking dead show by all accounts is like a huge hit. Right. But I'm just like the minute something is different. I'm like, I'm out. I'm uh, no, that didn't happen. And I'm this like <laughs> jaded purist with it. And I hate that about myself, but I am. And like preacher is like this, like super, I don't know. There is like nothing on the earth that like captures how I feel about like masculinity and like the South, <laughs> being a, like, <laughs> like it's Baltimore. <laughs> yeah, right. It's just like it's the perfect, it's the perfect book to me. And no. I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to taint it. Now 
the boys on the other hand i i'm not like i don't hold it up as like this like bible or like this like you know so i'm like i'm willing to like give that a shot but my my dad is obsessed with it he talks about it yeah. all the time and I'm, if it's garth ennis i'm into it yeah, I, th- I thought it was a it's, it's a cool concept because it's not what you think it is. It's not a superhero movie based on what you know about superheroes. Guys kind of rescuing rescuing damsels in distress and things like that. This takes a very unique spin on it, like where the superheroes are kind of bad guys and yeah. the boys are actually. I mean, nobody's really. It's a show where there's not really any good guys, but the boys are kind of like the anti-heroes that are kind of like, hey, man, we need to put a stop to this. And yeah. uh, Shane, have you seen it at all? Uh, not even a little bit. I literally have no idea what this is about. <laughs> it's pretty, I would, I, I mean, <laughs> knowing only the the comic book, I would suggest it. And out of like, at risk of sounding like, I don't know, sounding stupid, but this is like my, I would call this like a more like realistic take if superheroes existed. Like there is yeah. definitely some like, really various shit going on yeah there's a lot of like selfish selfishness and a lot of like you know it's 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 a good time i mean not to get into too many spoilers here but i mean towards the end you're just like where the hell is this gonna go and then you see where it ends and you're just like christ almighty like really man because now look they had me that last episode they had me hook line and sinker bro yeah dude garth garth ennis is fucking is he's insane he's wild like that's that's what he does he got uh i don't so i don't know if you know what uh uh preacher is about as well just just to like know where where, where this guy's like mind is coming from yeah preacher is about god uh has abandoned heaven and like he is in hiding on earth and this preacher is hunting him down to send his ass back to heaven. He's like Whoa. hunting God down to be like, Jeez. you need to go back and do your fucking job, pal. Wow, it's that's actually fucking sick. Crazy. Man. It's so sick. It's my favorite book. It's my favorite book, either like comic book or not book. It's my favorite book. You know what, yeah. you know what Sam? That's your job for the next time you're on here as our Green Bay consultant. I want you to watch the boys and give me a full report on comparative – to the Let's book. do it, baby! I'm, I'll watch it tonight. I've been watching me and me and the lady have been watching a lot of hoarders. I need a break, dude. I mean, hoarders, hoarders is awesome. Wild. That shit is wild. We, we've hoarders, also been watching it over here as well. It's insane. The most lit show. We oh, uh, my god. Uh, okay, so so if you think about it like this, uh, my wife is a cleaning fanatic. Like oh, shame. I mean, that's just so when she watches hoarders, she almost has an anxiety attack. Like it's like I cannot stand. Like, how do these people live in this fucking filth? I know what filth is. I grew up a poor man, but like, <laughs> uh, but for, to, to watch hoarders and just to see people like sit around on like cardboard boxes that have been there since nineteen fucking seventy one, I've never, never understood also, it. But you know, you're you're also leaving out kind of an elephant in the room in, in, in some of these hoarders episodes. You're talking about like cardboard boxes and stuff like that. There's just like dead animals in these people's houses. <laughs> just chilling. <laughs> Yo, not even the one. The one that 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 we just watched. This woman was like, like she d- wouldn't want to go to like the bathroom, and she would just like shit in a cup and just leave it where she was. And we were like, <sighs> what? the hell? It's not. And but like, but then like, whenever it's that crazy, we're like, all right. What has happened to you <laughs> in your life that you exactly. ha- that you do this? And then we start feeling bad, and then it's yeah. like, oh, uh, but then you see how like, oh, dude, I, we we're so obsessed with Ahoy with Hoarders. Right, I need to break. I mean, there's only five on Netflix. There's ten seasons <laughs> that exist. Only five episodes are on Netflix. They need to fucking hook that up. Look, man. Okay, first of all, you need to watch it on Hulu because that's where all the fucking yeah, Hulu has all the crazy ones. Yes. Uh, Wait, we have both. There, there, there's more on Hulu. Yep. Yeah. Confirmed. Why am I breaking this news to you, Sam? <laughs> oh, I, okay, I have to tell her. After. Don't let me forget. Okay. Don't let me forget All to right. tell her. All right. So um, we we now look. You're right because what it makes you do is do a deep dive into these people's psyche, and you're like, look, I just wanted to watch this person. That if a flame went off remotely in the general area, the whole house is going up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dude. Shit everywhere. But then you start doing a deep dive, and you're like. 
wow, like her husband cheated on her. That fucking blows, man. Like, yeah, I'm like, her, oh, like, I feel bad, but like, you, unstable. Like, you've got to, you got to clean up this fucking house. Like, I can't. Yeah, look, like, I feel Sam. I could see you being like a psychologist, just <laughs> walking in there, being like, look, I feel bad, but you've got to clean this fucking place up. <laughs> like, this this place is this? This hey. is not the answer here. Come on, man. Honesty is, is the good. honesty is the best part. That that's that's how you gotta that's how you handle. It. You walk in like, hey, pal. Look, I mean, at, at, no, at no point did I think our conversation would ever take a turn into hoarders. But I gotta tell you, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't, it's it, my it, life right now. I mean, yeah. I mean, look, hoarders is always a nice way to kind of, uh, you know, just kind of put the put a nice cap on it on a conversation and things like that. And Sam. We, we are going to have you back and back and back. You're going to be our Green Bay correspondent throughout the NFL year. I'm thinking you're going to be back more than uh, more than people think. Um, good, because, yeah, uh, yeah I, think, uh, I think the Packers are going to really, really push the old buttons this season. And I'm going to have a lot to say and no outlet. So uh, give me a call, pal. I'm ready to go. Absolutely. But uh, look, Sam, we're going to – we're gonna, you know, kind of end the conversation right there. I mean, we we've, look, it was fantastic having you. We had a lot of fucking insight. Before you get out of here, though, man, once you plug some of your stuff, yep. uh, I know you kind of already did, but just plug it, man, and we'll, we'll get you out of here for sure. So, uh, the new comic book is coming out through Scout Comics. If you uh, look them up, uh, they're on Instagram at Scout Comics or ScoutComics.com or whatever. Uh, look out for the book called Children of the Grave. If you are into it, there's already like some merch and stuff up on their site, and uh, that's fucking it. Buy it so I can, you know, feed my kid. Fuck yeah! So, <laughs> I mean, look, Sam, it was a pleasure True. having you, buddy. Um, you're going to be our correspondent for mm-hmm. for Green Bay and throughout the NFL season. So, yep. you guys are the best. Cool. Let's do it. Yeah. I'm so yeah. into it. Absolutely. So, but uh, yeah, that was Sam Romesburg. I mean, great guy, Shane. What, what did you think of that, of that conversation? Uh, that was one of the most electrifying conversations I've ever been a part that was of. That was incredible. Un- unfucking real, man. Just unbelievable from start to finish. We always thank Sam mm-hmm. um, really coming and bringing the heat today. But, but Shane, before we get out of here, man, you know what time it is, right? Yeah, we got some uh, heel of the weekend. Uh, we got some uh, announcement here, huh? Absolutely. So first, I mean, we're going to do the heel of the week. Obviously, mm-hmm. we do it every single week. It's got to be that goddamn Bill Belichick. Yep. You know, look, we talked about it throughout the episode. This motherfucker here seems like he's playing a different game yep. all he's, the time. He's playing like 3D chess while the rest of us are playing like Connect Four. It's just... Yeah, it's fucking... It's unreal to watch this guy just... I mean, just dissect other teams in ways that no coach ever has before. And potentially, as Sam brought up, potentially rewrite the NFL for his own selfish gain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's that's a thing. Like, this motherfucker here is going to just rewrite the whole fucking playbook. He's just going to be like, you know what? I, uh, I, I, I'm not pussyfooting around anymore. It's time for me to get that whoop ass on. You know what yep. I'm saying? Yeah, he's, so, he's heel Bill now. Yeah, hell yeah. He'll be he'll be, he'll be heel bill until we find somebody else worthy of those shoes. Yep. Yep. It's fucking unbelievable. But Bill Belichick, you are the heel of the week. Uh which brings us to the end of the show, Shano. Mm-hmm. And we got a lot of cool stuff coming up, don't we? Yep. Uh the big one, uh got next week we're actually gonna be having uh Andy Atkins from a plea for purging uh dropping yep. by, having a fun mm-hmm. conversation yep. with him there. Absolutely. Uh, as Shane's alluded to there, he's the front man of a, of a really influential band in both of our lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, Plea for Purging, if you haven't listened to him yet, uh, you're about 10 years too late because they broke up a, a while ago. But uh, we just really want to talk to Andy about, you know, kind of his post-band life, what he's been getting into after Plea, um, and then, you know, having some Plea talk. Because there's, there's a lot of records that Plea has kind of like touched on and there's a lot of things that they've touched on that have really kind of opened my eyes as far as you know uh church goes and, and mm-hmm. the way that their take on christianity so it'd be really interesting to kind of get a deep dive into that um i mean shane like on a scale of one to ten man this has got to be this is a big grab for the it's, show here it's off the charts i was literally like driving around today uh, I was just like listening, listening to the marriage of heaven and hell. And I literally had like chills. Cause I was just like, man, like, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, it, like wow. if, if you haven't listened to any of their records, the critique of mind and thought, uh, depravity, mm-hmm. and then they have the marriage of heaven and hell. And then the life and death of a plea for purging. I mean, just the, the discography just really spotless. I mean, look, 
They only have four records, and they all came out on Face Down Records. Uh, my band was on a subsidiary of Face Down called Strike First. We played a lot of shows with a plea for purging. I remember talking to Andy a whole bunch. Um, but more than that, though, because um, I see it now, you know, kind of being a my post-band life i see kind of like how my life is growing so we really want to touch a lot on that Mm -hmm. i mean obviously we're going to talk about plea we're going to hit you know all the high notes but he's got a lot of cool things going on and it'll be really cool to kind of see how he's been doing all these years later and i really hope that you guys stick around and join us for that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah so i mean we got that coming up we got a lot of other cool guests too make sure you stay uh, notified on all the socials that we got. We got the heel turn collective on Facebook. Make sure you shoot us a like on that. Um, when you listen to us on Spotify and Apple music, please rate us. Um, look, even if you give us a one star, I'll be okay. Nah, with it. Just give them, just give us the good ratings. Yeah. Just give us the good ratings. Just give us please. a five. Just um, do just, yeah. Hey, just get, it's as easy as that. Yeah, just give shoot. us a five star rating yeah. and you know, you can just, you can lie to yourself a little bit, tuck yourself in yeah. uh, to bed and, and yep. you'll be good to go. Uh, but yeah, so check us out on Facebook, the heel turn collective. We have three shows that we do every mm-hmm. single week. We have word up or bird up or me and Jordan Dukes kind of get into all kinds of shit. Uh, we just talk ourselves around in circles for an hour. Uh, make sure you check that out every Sunday. Obviously every Tuesday we have the heel turn collective podcast with me and my boy Shano over here. Mm-hmm. And then every Friday, me and Jay Johnson do um, one with the undercard, the all elite edition. All we talk about is all elite wrestling. We do all the dynamites and all the pay-per-views and kind of break those down. I am at collective heel on Twitter. Shane mm-hmm. is also on Twitter at rain Shiley. It's R a N E S H I L E Y. Yeah. And just make sure you're following us on all those. Uh, let us know if, if you like the show or if you don't. And yeah, that's it for this week, Shannon. You got any parting thoughts, my friend? Nope. It's a good show. Yeah. Well, yeah. So we want to thank Sam again for coming on. Uh, he's going to be our regular correspondent. So look for him to be on uh, a lot of other shows after this. But I'm Lance. He's Shane. For this week, it's time to say goodbye. See ya.